Hello and welcome back to the Best You Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jeremy Coaches, and today I wanted to chat about, uh, about functional fitness uh, and really about just exercise um, and working out in general. Uh, I believe that this functional fitness term or functional movement term um, has been thrown around a heck of a lot over the last five to ten years. A lot of that coming from the growth of CrossFit and some of the, the other fitness programs alike and, you know, deeming this term functional um, to uh, to kind of mean that doing movements that your your body is or is going to do in everyday life. Um, so I wanted to address kind of my thoughts on on functional fitness and what it what it means to me. Um, but then also kind of flip that towards exercise in general and why someone should or shouldn't uh, work out or exercise in a particular manner and how we can relate that to goals and overall purpose for, for life in general um, and what have you. So when, when I think of functional fitness, I think of fitness, uh, a workout program, exercise program, movement regimen that um, is in align with the individual's daily function. And so when we think of daily function, that is gonna be so different from person to person. All right, so if we think of some extreme examples, we could think of uh, you know, an 80-year-old female who has had you know, both hips replaced and um, you know, struggles to, to walk up and down stairs. So, so her daily function is not going to consist of a lot of strenuous activity. Her limit, her range, her range of motion and her demands of her body's movement are going to be much lower. Uh, her intensity level in, in which she moves is going to be much lower in just her day-to-day -day life. She's going to probably be doing a lot of laying, a lot of sitting, maybe some occasional standing up and sitting down, maybe occasionally lifting something up off a table, maybe putting it to her mouth, stuff like that. Um, if we compare that on the completely other end of the spectrum to, let's say, uh, an 18-year-old male who is involved in highly competitive sports, maybe college sports, his daily function is going to be extremely different than grandma's, right? He is probably going to be participating in hours worth of practice and or training on a daily basis. He's going to be doing a lot of commuting. It could be on foot. It could be by bike. Um you know, his demands of his body are going to be drastically different on a daily basis. So to say that both of these people should be doing quote unquote functional fitness is true. They should both be doing things that are functional. Um, but what that's going to look like is going to be quite a bit different because their function is so different. Now, those are extreme examples, but we kind of have everything in between with, you know, you and I and, and our friends and family um, that we have to kind of understand what is my daily function and or what do I want my daily function to look like eventually if I want it to change from what it is? And then also keeping in mind, how do I want to be able to perform long down the road? Um, and so this is kind of a, a question that that goes into what is the purpose of your fitness program, of your movement, of whatever it is that you're doing? And for someone like the 18-year-old male example, the purpose of his training um, at this stage in his life, if he is in competitive sports, is to probably become the most um, equipped to perform at the highest le level in whatever sport he 
is playing. So he's not really thinking about um, his health per se, or, um, you know, how he's going to feel in 10 years or how he's even going to feel tomorrow. I mean, a lot of his focus is I need to prepare myself for the next competition or the next match or the next game. Um, and so that's a very different purpose than, um, a 30 year old male or female who has, you know, a family at home who is, has a full-time career trying to make money to pay mortgages. Um, and his or her, uh, you know, goals with their fitness is that they want to, um, they want to reduce their body fat at the same time, build strength and stamina so that they can, you know, play with their kids more regularly or have higher levels of energy throughout the day. And then also translating that into thinking of how do I want to look and feel five, 10, 20 years down the road? Because at this stage of life, um, this person is probably thinking more about their longevity and their resiliency versus their level of performance next weekend. Um, and so there's a big difference between those two situations. And so I would challenge you to start thinking about what is the purpose of my kind of fitness program um, right now in, in this moment, but how do I want it to translate to my myself 10 years, 20 years, 30 years down the road? Um, because if you want to be a 60, 70-year-old person who is able to ride their bike regularly and play golf and go hiking and play with their grandkids and have limited amounts of pain and be able to sit down and stand up, things that we probably all take for granted right now, um, then you have to think about those things when you're partaking in your, in your fitness program. Because if your fitness program is not lined up uh, or aligned with those goals of 20 years down the road, and you're creating a greater deficit in your ability uh, to overcome and adapt over time. In other words, if you're doing things that uh, maybe are providing a short-term benefit, but in the long-term are going to hinder you, I would challenge you to kind of reevaluate what you're doing and why you're doing it. Um, so that's a little bit to just kind of touch on the idea behind function and purpose with your training. Um, you know, you'll hear things that like, movements like squats and presses and deadlifts, these are functional movements because they're things that we do in regular, in, in, in everyday life. We always, we, you know, every single one of us sits down and stands up. Um, I would say at least once a day, if you, if you use the toilet, um, but we probably do it dozens of times when we sit down in a chair or stand up, sit on the couch, stand up, um, sit in our car, stand up, all this kind of stuff. We do this many, many times throughout a day. So that's why squatting is looked at as, as a functional movement, because most of us are going to squat in some capacity every single day. And now when I teach someone how to squat, it's not so much that they become a better person at sitting down and standing up in a chair. Like I'm not trying to improve their mechanics of sitting on the toilet and standing up. That's not the idea. The idea is that squatting is a movement pattern that is ingrained in us as humans. If you ever watch a small child, um, you will notice that when they go to pick something up off the ground, they go into like the most beautiful looking squat you've ever seen. And you never once in your life or in their life taught them how to do that, right? When your kid starts walking around, you don't say, okay, son or daughter, like stop for a second. I need to teach you how to do a squat. You don't have to because it's ingrained in them as a human being to do it. That's a very functional movement that is built in us. 
the reason we use it as an exercise and we train it in the gym is because of the ROI, if you will, of doing it. By performing squats, whether they're under load or under um, you know, tempos or high volume, they provide our body uh, a return on investment that is unmatched by most other exercises in the gym. Because they recruit so much muscle, muscle tissue, there's multiple joints involved, it involves stability of the core, um, so on and so forth. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of benefit you get from not only improving your squatting mechanics, but then improving your ability to hold load under in that position, um, just hold time under tension in that position, so on and so forth. Same with a deadlift, um, hinging at the hip is a very common um, movement pattern that you'll see performed in everyday life. A lot of us probably need to improve our mechanics in which we do hip hinge throughout the day because that's where you kind of hear of people who who drastically injure their back because they bent over and and picked up a you know a, a small box up the floor. Um, that one instance of doing it is not what broke you know you know quote unquote broke their back or hurt their back. It's the fact that they've repetitively been moving in a poor position for such a long time that finally that was the straw that broke the camel's back. And that's just one example. But the idea is that we utilize hip hinging and deadlifting, um, and that would be considered a functional movement um, because by improving that movement pattern would inherently improve the function of someone's everyday life. So those are just a couple examples. We're not going to go down the laundry list of movements that and argue whether or not they're functional or, or, or not. The idea is that if you're working out for, for everyday health and, and, and longevity purposes, I would challenge you to question your workout program and ask the question of, is this actually enhancing my ability to function at a higher level or am I just trying to burn calories or am I just trying to count reps and sets so that I can check the box for the day of exercise? Now, I'm not judging you. If you go to the gym simply to check the box, I'm not judging you. If you, you know, go to the gym to burn calories so you can eat more food, that's your prerogative. And, and that's maybe a, a discussion for another day of kind of the pros and cons of doing that. Um, but if you're someone who you exercise because you want to extend the, uh, extend the quality of your life, or you want to become more resilient so you don't get hurt in the future or reduce that risk of injury, I would then challenge you to ask that question of, is my workout program or, or, the, or the, the things that I'm doing in, my, in the gym or out of the gym, are they actually enhancing my, my functionality? Or again, am I just sweating and or breathing heavy and therefore calling it um, functional fitness? Um, so with that said, I just wanted to touch on, you know, this overall idea of having purpose with your, with your movement um, and, and, and touch a little bit on that idea behind, you know, why you work out. Um, I think that the reason why you train is going to play a huge role into how you train um, and how you exercise. So for example, if you work out simply for the sake of burning calories. Um, when you go to the gym, the only thing you're really going to focus on is how many calories you burn. And it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that the harder you work out and or the longer duration in which you work out, you're going to burn more calories. 
So when you're at the gym, you're probably going to be doing longer workouts and or higher intensity workouts. The problem with that is there could be negative effects, not just in the near future, but down the road, if that is your workout program. Um, and if you're doing it to burn calories, I'm guessing you're trying to lose weight. Well, if you're trying to lose weight and the way you're doing it is by doing high intensity workouts for a long duration of time, eventually that's going to backfire on you because it's going to put a tremendous amount of stress on your muscles, on your joints, on your nervous system. Um, but it's also going to impact your hormones, your hunger signals. Um, it could limit your ability to recover. It could limit your ability to sleep. Um, and some of these things that are going to play a huge role in your body's ability to lose fat. Um, so on another example is someone who works out, um, just to, um, reach a specific benchmark or, or strength level or something of that nature. So in the gym, it could be, you know, I work out because I want to back squat, you know, X amount of pounds, or I want to be able to do 20 pull-ups in a row or whatever, whatever. Those are great goals to have as, as long as they're appropriate for the person. Um, but when we only focus on our performance, we tend to neglect our, our movement quality. We tend to neglect how our body's feeling. Um, we tend to neglect how we're recovering because we're only focused on, did I lift more than yesterday? Yes or no. Did I do more reps yes than yesterday? Yes or no. And we can stop or we stop remembering all of the great benefits we're getting from our program and we only focus on whether or not our performance is getting better. Um, and this can be a slippery slope for some because you can put in a heck of a lot of work and you can be so damn close to reaching your goal and then you get, you get injured. And now that you're injured, you don't hit your mark. And because you weren't focusing on all the great benefits you were getting from your training, you feel like that entire period of time was just a waste. And that can be a very, very disheartening feeling, a discouraging feeling. Uh, and that could have a tremendous impact on your ability to recover from that injury and get back into a healthy routine afterwards. So again, I would just, the message here is not that I feel like you should uh, work out for certain reasons or not. They're your reasons. And again, I'm not here to judge that. I'm just here to challenge you of asking that, that deep question of why do you train and why is it important to you? And almost kind of ask that question of what if, what if you trained to, to express your body's ability to move? And what if you trained so that you could train again tomorrow? And what if you trained um, as a way to, to breathe and as a way to increase blood flow and as a way to increase your body's resiliency to overcome challenges down the road? What if you train so that when you're 80, you can continue to train? And if those were your mindsets going into the gym, how much different would you move? How much different would you, um, would you choose exercises and or loads and or intensities if those were the reasons why you were going in and training? Um, so, all right. Well, we covered a handful of different, um, a different uh, subtopics on this overarching topic of functional fitness and, and just fitness and exercise in general. Uh, I hope that this brought to light a couple different ideas for you or maybe some new ways of thinking of things. And um, yeah, I would love to, I'd love to hear your ideas behind, uh, behind fitness and behind exercise in general. 
So please shoot me a note. You can email me, jeremy at crossfitreviver.com. You can find me on Instagram at coach underscore JJJ. I'm also on Facebook. I would love to hear from you. Um, So please share this. Um, Let me know what you thought and stay tuned for the next one.